Greetings, listeners. Welcome back to HOP, where hearing provides opportunity for potential. First, I would like to thank you for joining me and sending in your questions. All questions can be entered into the message box. And please know, I'm looking forward to getting to answering them. I'm Shannon Robinson, and today our question is, during this pandemic, the children have been required to spend more time together than usual. How do I, as a parent, help them to treat each other better? Hearing this question reminds me of when I was a child, and also not just when I was a child, but during the process of me raising my own boys. Let's get this straight. No, I wasn't a perfect parent. As a child, when I would get into conflict with my cousins, friends, or neighbors, I could still hear my mother say, put that toy up and everyone go home. Everyone would leave upset and angry with the matter still at hand, not being resolved. Does this sound familiar? Don't raise your hand, just smile at me. You see, handling things in this matter left me as an adult being what I call a runner, never really wanting to face conflict. Not only was I a runner, but I used the same discipline solution with my own children. As we look around our world and go day to day in our homes, dealing with our families, working on our jobs, we know that conflicts are inevitable, especially for young children during the course of the day, especially whenever they become frustrated or angry during play. Yes, to a child, this is a world of all mind. This doesn't mean that my child is bad, he or she is selfish, or that they're mean. It just means they haven't learned to interpretate social cues, to understand other viewpoints, or how to match their behavior to the situation that they're in. In an early childhood program, kids have conflicts over space, toys, friendship, every day, all day. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 22 and 6 to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, it will not depart from it. He will not depart from it. Parents, you are the trainers and our kids are in boot camp. Exercising alone with discipline is much needed. First Timothy 4 and 7 reads, Refuse profane and old wise fables and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. This scripture here is a formula for growth. Here, the Bible lays out a spiritual growth plan. The root word for exercise is gymnasium. It's growing through exercise. We know that when we exercise, it requires a type of discipline in order to achieve the goal we set out for. No, parents, I'm not talking about that type of discipline you're thinking about. But just like when we set our resolutions to lose 30 pounds, we know that just by saying it, we're not gonna lose that weight. It takes exercise and it takes discipline. There are spiritual disciplines, spiritual exercises that produce spiritual growth. There are means of grace, instruments per se, that facilitate as well. Spiritual growth is essential for those of us who wanna live right and who wanna live well. Why? Because we know that it affects every area of our life. It is one thing to do the right exercise and another to do the exercise right. What are the exercises I'm supposed to be doing? And what is the right way I'm supposed to do them? There are two types of spiritual disciplines. Discipline of abstinence is the things that you don't do. And discipline of engagement, things that you do do. See, Jesus modeled both of these. How do we get them to treat each other better? 
we're going to use the conflict resolution. The Bible tells us in Matthew 18, 15 through 16, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. Verse 16, but if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. The conflict resolution is a curriculum strategy that set the stage for program problem solving. This exercise was created through the high scope approach. We as the trainer, we provide a consistent, predictable routine. We gotta be disciplined. We must encourage our children's language development. We have to be warm and positive in conversation. Describe and imitate our children's action. We must read books about feelings, talk with our children about their feelings. We have to learn to play in partnership with our children. We have to get down on a child's level and engage and play on their terms. We have to encourage them to learn about their feelings through play. We have to help the children resolve problems that arise through play. How do we do this? By helping them become disciplined and resolving conflicts in their spiritual growth. By exercising these next six steps I'm about to share with you. Parents, you are the witness. First, you approach them calmly, stopping any harmful, hurtful actions. Place yourself between the children on their level. Acknowledge your child or acknowledge your children's feelings. Say something simple such as, you really look upset right now. Let the children know that you need to hold the object in your hand that's in question. Gather information by asking, what's the problem? Do not ask the question why. You need to restate the problem. So the problem is, ask for ideas for a solution and choose one together. What can we do to solve this problem? Number six, be prepared to give follow-up support. Acknowledge their accomplishments. For example, you solve that problem. You need to stay nearby just in case no one is happy with the solution and the process needs to be repeated. As we look around our world today, I think all of us can agree that adults are not always effective at social problem solving. No one of these areas pose a challenge for our children. Let's exercise and be disciplined in this approach to help our children problem solve during a conflict. Number one, as you approach, get down on your knees. Number two, Johnny, I see that you're very upset. I'm going to hold this ball in my hand until we solve this problem. Number three, Johnny, you tell me first what happened. Number four, so the problem is Mike grabbed the ball out of your hand, Johnny, and that made you angry. Number five, Johnny, Mike, what can we do to solve this problem? Because I see both of you are very upset about this. Number six, okay, Mike, Johnny can use the ball first and he'll give it to you next. I think that's a great idea. You both worked hard to solve this problem. In this podcast, discipline has been compared to exercise and the results of growth. The instruments that God has presented to us, what exercises do we do? The right way to do them must be learned and not casually done. Our children are worth the time and our children are worth the, the consistency. Thank you for listening. God bless.